0: Hello, this is Tanishka from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 11th of July. The Supreme Court today sentenced fugitive liquor baron Vijay Malia to four months of imprisonment for a 2017 contempt of court case, Live Law reported. Malia was found guilty in 2017 for transferring $40 million to his children in violation of court orders pertaining to the now-defunct Kingfisher Airlines. He owes over rupees 9,000 crore in debts of the airlines to a consortium of banks led by the State Bank of India. The top court also imposed a fine of rupees 2,000 under contempt charge today. While pronouncing the judgment, the Supreme Court said that Malia did not show any remorse for his conduct and did not appear before the court during the sentence hearing. It said that the adequate sentence must be imposed upon him to uphold the majesty of law. The court also ordered that the transaction of $40 million by Malia to his children was void and inoperable. It ordered the recipients to return the amount with 8% interest within four weeks to the recovery officer. If not returned, Malia's property can be attached, it said. A United Nations report released on World Population Day today has projected India to surpass China as the most populous country next year, the Hindu reported. According to the World Population Prospects 2022 by the United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs, India's population stands at 1.412 billion in 2022 compared to China's 1.426 billion. India is forecasted to exceed China in 2023 and peak at 1.668 billion in 2050, way ahead of China's 1.317 billion. The findings were released by the UN today to mark World Population Day. Notably, India is among the 10 countries whose estimated net outflow of migrants exceeded 1 million between 2010 and 2021. In many countries, these outflows were due to temporary labour movements. The report stated, the global population will touch 8 billion by mid-November this year and soar to 8.5 billion in 2030 and 9.7 billion in 2050. The Supreme Court asked the new Speaker of the Maharashtra Legislative Assembly today to not take any action on the disqualification notices issued to 53 Shiv Sena members of the Legislative Assembly, Baran Bench reported. The top court asked the Speaker Rahul Narvekar to defer acting on the disqualification petition pending before him while it hears the petitions on the same. Maharashtra Legislature Secretary Rajendra Bhagwat had issued show-cause notices to 53 Shiv Sena MLAs. 40 of them were sent to the faction led by Chief Minister Eknath Shinde and the other 13 to the Udhav Thakre group. Both rival camps had initiated disqualification proceedings against the MLAs belonging to the other camps. Senior Advocate Kapil Sibyl had mentioned the matter in relation to Maharashtra's political crisis for urgent mentioning today. The Chief Justice had asked the Solicitor-General to inform the Assembly Speaker not to take any hearing. Listeners, I'd like to bring to your attention an important story my colleague Ayush Tiwari and I did today. In Assam, which has seen over 190 flood-related deaths this year, a foul narrative started to take place last week. Several reporters and stringers in the state were asked to investigate a claim of flood jihad by their bosses. However, thanks to the efforts of reporters on ground and the state government, this narrative was stopped in its track. To know how, read our story on newslaundry.com. It is titled, How Local Reporters, State Government, Thwarted Delhi Media's Efforts to Peddle Flood Jihad. Listeners, the only reason we are able to bring you such reports, without any pressure from political parties or corporations, is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. The AIA-DMK General Council expelled O. Panir Selvam from the party membership today. This came soon after the party general Council passed a resolution today to remove the dual leadership structure of the party and change the party bylaws, as per a report by the News Minute. Former Tamil Nadu Chief Minister E.K. Palani Swami was elected as the Interim General Secretary. The Madras High Court today, disposed of Panir Silvam's plea to stall the General Council meeting, which paved the way for Palaniswamy being named as the singular head of the party. Panir Silvam was expelled for allegedly indulging in anti-party activities. He was also removed from his post of Treasurer. palaniswami accused Panir Silvam of siding with the governing DMK, working to weaken the AIA DMK and acting against party interests. On his part, Panir Silvam announced that he had sacked Palani Swami from the party and he would approach the courts for justice. Legislators R. Vaithi Lingam, Ph. Manoj Pandian and former MLA J.C.D. Prabhakar who supported him were also expelled. The decision also led to drama outside the AIA-DMK office in Chennai where supporters of both sides clashed even as Panir Silvam and his supporters broke open the door to the office. Revenue officials finally entered the office, asked those inside to leave and sealed the premises. According to the Times of India, Section 144 was promulgated in the area and AIA-DMK members were warned of two years' imprisonment if they tried to re-enter the office. Congress has moved a disqualification petition against Digambar Kamath and Michael Lobo today, citing anti-party activities, Hindustan Times reported. In a statement today, Goa Pradesh Congress Committee President Amit Patkar accused Kamath and Lobo of conspiring with the BJP to engineer the defection of eight of its 11 MLAs in the State Legislative Assembly. Patkar said that the senior leaders had voluntarily given up the membership of their party and the disqualification petition was on the basis of that. His statement came hours after Kamath and Lobo declared that they were still very much with the party and had not made any attempts to split the Goa unit and merge with the BJP. The leaders said that they were deeply hurt by the accusation that they had hatched a conspiracy. The Sri Lankan Prime Minister's office confirmed today that President Godbaya Rajpakshe would resign as promised, Reuters reported. The decision came after massive protests broke out in the country in the wake of an economic crisis. Protesters stormed the official residence of both the President and the Prime Minister. Following the protests over the weekend, the Speaker of Parliament had said that Raj Bakshi would resign on Wednesday. However, the President, who is now reportedly on a Navy vessel in Sri Lankan waters, was yet to make an official comment. As per the Prime Minister's office, Sri Lanka's entire cabinet of ministers will resign once an agreement has been reached on the formation of an all-party interim government. Prime Minister Vikrama Singhe will also be stepping down once a new government is formed. On Saturday, Colombo had witnessed extensive protests against the deep financial crisis, with the public storming the President's official residence and setting fire to the Prime Minister's private home. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow.